Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to begin with Day 248, September 4th, Hosea 9-11. Promise of Israel's Ruin. Overview. Like the pounding of a hammer, Hosea's indictment of Israel continues. Worship means nothing to God when it is offered by people with idolatrous hearts. The nation has been wasted by unchecked sin. Once a fruitful vine, Israel now lies spiritually barren and fruitless. Yet God remains loyal to his people. His love will not permit him to leave sin unpunished, just as a loving father must discipline his erring children. But in the midst of that painful process, God's promise shines brightly. Restoration and blessing await his people when the painful punishment is over. Chapter 9 God's hatred for Israel's barrenness. Punishment coming. Chapter 10. God's promise of Israel's bondage. Punishment coming. Chapter 11. God's heart for Israel's blessing. Restoration coming. Insight. Double disaster for doubly fruitful. Hosea 9.12. Ephraim literally means doubly fruitful. But because the nation had followed the pagan practices of Baal worship, characterized by fertility rites and temple prostitution, God said he would remove from his people any hope of posterity. 9.12 Double fruitlessness would turn to complete barrenness. Insight Determined Declaration of Love Hosea 11, 8-11 The concluding verses of chapter 11 have been called the finest presentation in the Old Testament of the tension between the love and justice of God. The final resolution of this tension is seen at the cross, for it is there that God becomes both just and the justifier. Romans 3.26 Hosea 9 Hosea announces Israel's punishment. O people of Israel, do not rejoice as other nations do, for you have been unfaithful to your God hiring yourselves out like prostitutes, worshipping other gods on every threshing floor. So now your harvest will be too small to feed you. There will be no grapes for making new wine. You may no longer stay here in the Lord's land. Instead, you will return to Egypt, and in Assyria you will eat food that is ceremonially unclean. There you will make no offerings of wine to the Lord. None of your sacrifices there will please him. They will be unclean, like food touched by a person in mourning. All who present such sacrifices will be defiled. They may eat this food themselves, but they may never offer it to the Lord. What then will you do on festival days? How will you observe the Lord's festivals? Even if you escape destruction from Assyria, Egypt will conquer you, and Memphis will bury you. Nettles will take over your treasures of silver. Thistles will invade your ruined homes. 
The time of Israel's punishment has come. The day of payment is here. Soon Israel will know this all too well. Because of your great sin and hostility, you say, the prophets are crazy and the inspired men are fools. The prophet is a watchman over Israel for my God, yet traps are laid for him wherever he goes. He faces hostility even in the house of God. The things my people do are as depraved as what they did in Gibeah long ago. God will not forget. He will surely punish them for their sins. The Lord says, O Israel, when I first found you, it was like finding fresh grapes in the desert. When I saw your ancestors, it was like seeing the first ripe figs of the season. But then they deserted me for Baal Peor, giving themselves to that shameful idol. Soon they became vile, as vile as the God they worshipped. The glory of Israel will fly away like a bird, for your children will not be born or grow in the womb or even be conceived. Even if you do have children who grow up, I will take them from you. It will be a terrible day when I turn away and leave you alone. I have watched Israel become as beautiful as Tyre, but now Israel will bring out her children for slaughter. O Lord, what should I request for your people? I will ask for wounds that don't give birth and breasts that give no milk. The Lord says, All their wickedness began at Gilgal. There I began to hate them. I will drive them from my land because of their evil actions. I will love them no more because all their leaders are rebels. The people of Israel are struck down. Their roots are dried up and they will bear no more fruit. And if they give birth, I will slaughter their beloved children. My God will reject the people of Israel because they will not listen or obey. They will be wanderers, homeless among the nations. Hosea 10 The Lord's judgment against Israel. How prosperous Israel is. A luxuriant vine loaded with fruit. But the richer the people get, the more pagan altars they build. The more bountiful their harvests, the more beautiful their sacred pillars, the hearts of the people are fickle. They are guilty and must be punished. The Lord will break down their altars and smash their sacred pillars. Then they will say, We have no king because we didn't fear the Lord. But even if we had a king, what could he do for us anyway? They spoke empty words and make covenants they don't intend to keep. So injustice springs up among them like poisonous weeds in a farmer's field. The people of Samaria tremble in fear for their calf idol at Beth Havan, and they mourn for it, though its priests rejoice over it. Its glory will be stripped away. This idol will be carted away to Assyria, a gift to the great king there. Ephraim will be ridiculed and Israel will be shamed because its people have trusted in this idol. Samaria and its king will be cut off. They will float away like driftwood on an ocean wave. In the pagan shrines of Avon, the place of Israel's sin will crumble. Thorns and thistles will grow up around their altars. They will beg the mountains, bury us, and plead with the hills, fall on us. The Lord says, O Israel, ever since Gibeah, there has been only sin and more sin. 
you have made no progress whatsoever. Was it not right that the wicked men of Gibeah were attacked? Now whenever it fits my plan, I will attack you too. I will call out the armies of the nations to punish you for your multiplied sins. Israel is like a trained heifer treading out the grain, an easy job she loves. But I will put a heavy yoke on her tender neck. I will force Judah to pull the plow and Israel to break up the hard ground. I said, plant the good seeds of righteousness and you will harvest the crop of love. Plow up the hard ground of your hearts, for now is the time to seek the Lord, that he may come and shower righteousness upon you. But you have cultivated wickedness and harvested a thriving crop of sins. You have eaten the fruit of lies, trusting in your military might, believing that great armies can make your nation safe. Now the terrors of war will rise among your people. All your fortifications will fall, just as when Shalman destroyed Beth Arbel. Even mothers and children were dashed to death there. You will share that fate, Bethel, because of your great wickedness. When the day of judgment dawns, the king of Israel will be completely destroyed. Hosea 11 The Lord's love for Israel When Israel was a child, I loved him. And I called my son out of Egypt. But the more I called to him, the farther he moved from me, offering sacrifices to the images of Baal and burning incense to idols. I myself taught Israel how to walk, leading him along by the hand. But he doesn't know or even care that it was I who took care of him. I led Israel along with my ropes of kindness and love. I lifted the yoke from his neck and I myself stooped to feed him. But since my people refuse to return to me, they will return to Egypt and will be forced to serve Assyria. War will swirl through their cities, their enemies will crash through their gates, they will destroy them, trapping them in their own evil plans. For my people are determined to desert me. They call me the Most High, but they don't truly honor me. Oh, how can I give you up, Israel? How can I let you go? How can I destroy you like Adma or demolish you like Zeboim? My heart is torn within me and my compassion overflows. No, I will not unleash my fierce anger. I will not completely destroy Israel, for I am God and not a mere mortal. I am the Holy One living among you, and I will not come to destroy. For some day the people will follow me, I, the Lord will roar like a lion, and when I roar, my people will return trembling from the west, like a flock of birds. They will come from Egypt, trembling like doves, they will return from Assyria, and I will bring them home again, says the Lord. Charges against Israel and Judah. Israel surrounds me with lies and deceit, but Judah still obeys God, and is faithful to the Holy One. My Daily Walk Contrast these two statements from today's reading. There I began to hate Israel, 9.15, and my heart is torn within me, and my compassion overflows for Israel, 11.8. How do you reconcile these verses? The answer can be found in the ageless maxim, God hates the sin but loves the sinner. 
A holy God can never excuse or condone sin, yet God never blurs the distinction between the sinner and his or her sin. His love for the sinner never ends, nor does his hatred for the sin. How do you view those around you who have fallen into sin? Have you been so offended by their actions that you shun them? Remember, God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Romans 5, 8. Think of someone whose lifestyle would normally cause you to avoid him or her and plan an action to demonstrate God's love. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to your love the extended hand of a compassionate God. A prophet deserves honor, not because he foresees the coming event, but because he sees the meaning within the current event. So true. That's all for today, my friends. It was great reading along with you. Have a great day, and God bless. And I will see you tomorrow. Lord willing, peace.